0: Hi everybody, it's your boy. It's Corey Ryan Forster, and you're listening to My Dumb Dumb Brain with Corey Ryan Forster, the Substack Exclusive Podcast. What does that mean? I, dumb well, it, dumb brain? Yeah. It's Are you stupid? No, that's not at all what I'm saying. Why why would people can you why would people listen to will, you if you were stupid? Will, will you please let me finish? <laughs> is this is this what it sounds like to be you? Mm-hmm. Like every day. Yep. Every day of your life yes. is this what it what it sounds like. <sighs> How does your wife deal with this? I don't know. I mean she's gotta hate you, right? I don't like maybe not. It's Surely this isn't what she signed up for. She, she knew who I was when we met. Yeah, I'm sure you're that same guy, buddy. <laughs> just shut up! Please shut up! Just what were we even talking about? Uh, you were introducing the podcast, is right? What you were doing, right? Okay, yes. Welcome to my dumb dumb brain with Corey Ryan Forrest. That's what it was. That's what it was. I was wondering why it was called my dumb dumb brain because you're not stupid. But that's because that's what I just called my brain that because I suffer from depression. Oh, it's my dumb dumb brain. Right? I've said that before. Okay. Why don't you- Okay, and so you don't really think you're stupid. N- no more than anyone else, I don't so, get it. So it's like a, it's a defense mechanism, right? In, in what in what way? Well, like if you say that you're stupid and then somebody calls you stupid, you're like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm the one that said that. I mean, okay, probably a, a little bit. No, it's exactly that. Come on. You say that you're stupid. That way, when you do something that's not stupid, it's like extra <sighs> impressive to people. Oh, or mm-hmm. so that's what you've made yourself think, right? Come on, just admit it. Yes, actually, that's... Knew it! That's pretty much it. Knew it! All insecurity. Boom! Anyways, welcome, welcome to, to the, the show! show. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Substack exclusive podcast, as I said earlier, uh, and I'm not going to do any ads except for to say this, I'll, I'll tell you this, this show is brought to you by my Substack. If you, everyone, everyone that subscribes to the podcast gets these episodes absolutely for free but there is some other stuff that you don't get for free over on substack for the five dollar tier you first off you do get this show earlier that's one thing you get this show earlier um you also get the audio version of every single story that i write whether that be earth 2049 whether that just be a journal entry i record all of them audio wise and you get all of those for the five dollar a month tier, and you do not if you just sign up for the free. Like, and here's the deal like, with the free, I assure you, you're gonna be getting a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's totally cool. I'm not hiding a lot from you. It's mainly just early and audio versions. Um, and the main reason is because if I write something that I think is good, <laughs> I'm not just gonna be like, yep, you pe- only the people that have paid can read that i want everybody to read it <laughs> for the most part there would there is there will be some exclusive things but it's mainly just an early thing and the audio thing which i, I think that hearing me read the stories is probably better because you get this chum uh, and maple syrup accent uh but it's just a, it's just also like you know if you do want to if you do enjoy the stuff that i do and you would like to support me that'd be great because you know Pretty much everything I do on Twitter, like videos and stuff like that, that's free. You know what I mean? I do that for free. And if you get enjoyment out of that and you've thought to yourself, I would like to support you, then, you know, do the $5 a month thing. That's cool. If you don't, I still, it's fine. Just you being subscribed here even for free is invaluable to me because it gives me an audience. It gives me uh, people to kind of talk to, bounce my ideas off of. And I just like the little community that we're building here. The Substack feels a lot different than Twitter. Like Twitter's just kind of a cesspool, you know, and uh, but this Substack is like y'all really y'all are really people that enjoy what I do and therefore I enjoy you. Um so we can build a little community here. Um so and by the way, I've said this before and I mean it. If you are someone who would like to be um signed up for the five dollar tier to get bonus stuff and audio things and things early, but the reason that you haven't been able to you, you can't do that is because you literally don't have five dollars to give per month um because you're out of work because, you know, you just had another kid and things are tough. Um, I will comp you a subscription because I don't ever want it to be about the money. If you can afford to support me, please do. I appreciate that. You know, I think that's how the world should be. But if you can't, I I don't want you to miss out on cool things just because times are too tough for five bucks a month. Um so please email me at buttercreamcorey at gmail dot com and I Will comp you a subscription. I will hook you up. Um, and if you're somebody out there who pays for the five dollars and it bothers you, I, I'll say this probably every time, and it bothers you that hey, I pay for it and someone else is getting it for free. Um, holler at me. I'll I'll refund your money. I'll do that. Um, I just think, you know, if we can help, if if we can help people along, we should be able to do that. And if you can afford to do things, then you should uh, do them. You know, I know that the the world can't always run that way but this is my sub stack i'm the dictator here i can do that like i can't do that for like stand-up shows you know what i mean like people do have to pay money to come to stand up shows because like the venue has to be paid the promoters have to be paid but this is an all me operation therefore i can do it and uh and i i will do it i'll do that forever on this sub stack um, but thank you, though, for those of you who do uh, spend the $5. Uh, I really appreciate you, and I love uh, all the support that you've given me on this endeavor. I think that we still haven't maybe figured out exactly what this show is. I did a Q&A last week, and I really enjoy uh, reading all y'all's questions. And, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting to see what people want to know about me. But uh, even though this is my show... Uh, My Dumb Dumb Brain with Corey Ron Forster. I don't necessarily... I don't want every episode to just be about me. I mean, it's like I'm the only one here. <laughs> I'm the only one with a microphone, so it will be in a little bit, but I don't I don't want to just do the let's just learn about Corey show. I did that as a kind of just like, hey, if you're here and you're new to me, maybe you'll get a better understanding of who I am as a person and that will sort of make your experience more enjoyable. That said... Feel free to always email me questions at buttercreamcorey at gmail.com. Uh, holler at me on Twitter. That's actually something I wanted to talk about today on this episode is that I am uh, off Twitter, free of Twitter right now. Not not free of Twitter and Instagram and all social media. I had been free. I've been free of Facebook for like five years. Like I still have, you, you might be someone who like follows me on Facebook. And you're like, oh, that's not true. I saw you post there the other day. No, I have my Facebook set up to my Instagram, so everything uh, that I post on My Instagram just goes to my Facebook so that I have some sort of presence because, unfortunately, in what I do, you are literally required to have, you know, some... You have to have a social media presence. Like, it's not a it's a it's not a it's literally not an option (laughs) like it's not I'm not being subjective when I say well a good online uh presence is good for entertainment it's objective you have to have one at this point unless you're like already super successful like you know Daniel Tosh doesn't really I mean he's got a, a social media presence but like somebody else runs it for him but like there's plenty of you know Jerry Seinfeld does not have to have a Twitter I am not Jerry Seinfeld I will probably never be Jerry Seinfeld but uh jerry seinfeld doesn't have a twitter cory ryan forster absolutely has to have a twitter that said cory ryan forster also has to take a break from twitter and instagram and everything every now and then otherwise cory ryan forster will lose his mind the facebook wasn't at all hard to walk away from because like facebook to me it's like yeah it's social media but it's also the social media where like all your family and all your friends are like that's really really personal you know what I mean? Like people are up in each other's junk. It is exclusive. I mean, it was set up exclusively, like keep up with you know your your actual friends, and like whenever I started to get a little bit more popular some people who I really thought were my friends who would have normally just let me have my own opinion on things and not really cared, Uh, now I've found hate me and want to shit on me all the time which by the way, that is absolutely their right Lord knows I shit on people that I disagree with. I try to keep it to like, you know, the actual politicians who are powerful and deserve the scrutiny and not only deserve the scrutiny but like that's part of the job we are supposed to hold those people accountable. I like to, you know, I don't like to just attack my friends for their being uh, some of my friends do not feel that same way about me. And that is their right. They are allowed to do that. They are allowed to go onto my Facebook and make a comment such as, uh, I wish uh, our school had uh, been shot up when we were in school together and the gunman had killed you. That's a like almost verbatim comment that I got from someone that used to be my friend <laughs> one time. Um, they have the right to do all those things. However, I also have the right to be like, you know what? Fuck Facebook. I'm getting off Facebook. Like with Twitter and Instagram at least, like you have the possibility of having a fine experience. Like Instagram's photos, a lot of just dogs, you can kind of curate that experience. You know what I'm saying? Like on Facebook it's like you're friends with who your friends are. On Twitter and stuff like that, like you you follow whoever you want to, obviously, and like you can kind of curate your little list. Now I really wish that I could go back and start over <laughs> on Twitter and be like, okay, I'm following no one and now from this point forward I'll just choose who to follow cuz I followed a bunch of people like when I first started out and now my timeline is like can be a little bit like, ugh, Jesus. But I for some reason can't bring myself to like unfollow. You got to really do something insane before I unfollow cuz I just don't I'm like, eh, hey, whatever. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to do that to that person. Uh, there's some people that follow me that I followed back and frankly I wish that I had enough, but like I I know how I would feel if I clicked on someone who I thought was following me and found out they didn't follow me. I know how that I know how that feels. <laughs> and it's not fun and I don't wanna ever do that to anybody unless that person is like literally a Nazi or something like that, then that's like, you know, whatever. But I'm on a a little hiatus from social media right now, and I'd usually do about two weeks. I'll be honest with you, normally when I do it, I don't make some sort of insane announcement, like, I'm leaving social media, I'm sorry, I'll be back at blah, blah, blah. And I hate people that do that, except for I totally did that this this past time. (laughs) I announced my departure, which is so, it's such a self- uh, 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 like how big of a level of self-importance do you have to have to be like I need to tell everybody that I'm leaving social media otherwise how will they go on with their lives Um, it wasn't that it was that I have I have tour dates to promote and you uh, You know, I have to promote them and social media is how I promote them. So I'm like, well, if I'm going on a two week social media cleanse, how am I going to be able to promote my stuff? And I was like, well, I'll just put out a blanket statement right now. Hey, I'm leaving social media. Maybe that'll get people to start talking a little bit. I don't know. And by the way, in this announcement, here are the dates. Here's where I'm going to be. Here's where you can come see me. Um, I made a compromise with myself that I can post things to Twitter if the app allows me. Like Substack, I can click a button and it posts to Twitter. I don't count that because I'm not actually on social media. So if you see, you're like, no, I saw you post a thing about Substack, you're on. No, I'm not. That's, that doesn't count. I deleted the app from my phone. All right. It helps me out. It helps me out for a little cleanse. I deleted Twitter. I deleted Instagram. And the thing is like this this last time, it wasn't even, it's not even politics that did it. Sometimes it's just seeing how people are in on social media, which which is how they are in you know in their minds how they how they act as human beings and making me realize like oh my god I'm this way I'm some version of this way people are definitely looking at me the same way I look at them going like Jesus Christ is this really how this dude is like it's the I cannot stand how binary we are as a society like it's 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 insane to me and I th- like the cliche example has I think I've seen it used this way which is like if someone posts. That they really like mangoes, somebody will be like, What do you have against pineapples? Why didn't you bring up pineapples? It's like, I I love pineapples. They're fine. It's just this fucking post-it about pineapples. It's about mangoes. I don't, I don't, do I have to make a list of everything I like when I mention one thing that I like so that other people won't be like, what, Why are you attacking the thing that I like? It's just so insane to me. And like, I'm trying so hard. Used to, like, an immature, like the immature child that I am, I would go back and forth with people on uh, social media as if that's going to solve anything and i'm getting better about it now but like sometimes i just want to break and as soon as i start feeling that way i'm like dude you are letting an app make you angry you are letting what people that you don't even know say make you angry and i'm not yet mature enough to just let it go and just scroll uh through those apps in like a healthy way, just normal and just let it... But because I can't do that, I have to take it away from myself. I'm like a child. I also have a restrictor on my social media apps to where like my phone will notif- notify me if I've been on it too long. And some of my friends are like, really, you ha- you you're, you're so immature that you have to... <laughs> You have to put a child lock. I'm like, okay, you could look at it that way. But I look at it as I'm so mature that I recognize this stupid thing about myself. And so, therefore, I do something about it. That's my new thing. And it's only been my thing for the past year is, hey, dude, do something about it. All that You have a lot of things that is wrong with you. And you were doing nothing to try to improve yourself at all. You're just like, yep, that's just the way I am. No, it doesn't have to be that way. I can't stand it when people are like, people can't change. You know who says people can't change? People. People who know other people want them to change a certain behavior, but they aren't willing to do it. That's who say that because they need to believe that so bad. They're just like, no, you know, once you're a certain age, you just can't change. I'm like, yep, you're saying that because you know a thing about you is bad, but you don't want to quit doing it. And I used to be that way, and I refuse to be that way anymore. God, I need therapy. It is fall, ladies and gentlemen and friends beyond the binary. I say it's fall. We, pre- I think in Georgia... We we got two seasons now. That's pretty much where we're at. I guess it's global warming and all that. We pretty much have insane hot, uh, and then we have wet cold. We used to have spring, and it was great, and we used to have fall, and it was great, and those are my two favorite seasons uh seasons because i like kind of in the middle they're they're the two seasons that you can kind of play golf in they're great but now we pretty much just go from summer to we don't get a fall and then it's just boom it's winter now we have a mild winter in georgia so that's like totally cool and it's more like everybody else's fall so i can live with it but but it's still regardless of how i feel like we don't get the seasons anymore it's still my favorite time of the year it's a football thing it's a i don't like to sweat kind of thing it's uh, it's just everything about it, and I know that it's getting time for Christmas season. That's another big thing, is that I love the Christmas season. And can I tell you something right now? Uh, this is going to be a news flash to a lot of people, and something maybe they haven't even considered. But did you know that hating the Christmas season, and hating Christmas music, and hating people who like the Christmas season and hate Christmas music is not a personality? Well, that's not true. It definitely is is a personality, it's a lot of people's personality, but I gotta tell you, it is a very, very, very annoying personality. Like, I, I understand that certain things can be super, super annoying, but almost in every instance, the thing that's more annoying than that thing is the people who are super annoyed by that thing and exclusively talk about how they're annoyed by that thing. Like, right, like every year, there's people that just spend the entire month shitting on that Mariah Carey song, they literally every single day talk about how they don't like that Mariah Carey song because of how ubiquitous that Mariah Carey song is, not realizing the irony in that you are kind of the person that's making it live on so much right now. We No, we didn't have to be talking about that right now. This was actually a moment where all I want for Christmas uh, is you was not playing or being talked about, and you filled that space. That is you. That's a you thing. I just don't... This is going to sound very contradictory, because I'm doing it right now, but I just don't understand talking, like, at length—God, <laughs> This God, this is so contradictory and hilarious—talking at length about things that you don't like, for the most part. Like, I don't—like, people who, like, make it their whole life to talk about how shitty Marvel movies are, don't go see them! Just don't, you don't have to. They make so many other types of movies. And, like, I, those people obviously don't affect one way or another my enjoyment of the movie. But, you know what? I'm a social commentator. It's not hypocritical. I'm supposed to be talking about these things. I have to be hypocritical for my craft, okay? It just blows my mind that most people, like, that's. I know so many people who, like, their entire life and their entire way of existence is to critique and shit on anything and everything that they can as opposed to lifting up the things that they do like that's that's like that's what i'm interested in now i know a lot of people are going to be like oh you don't say an artist who doesn't like criticism Okay, that's fair. That is fair. That is totally fair. I hear you. And I definitely think that criticism is necessary. And I can be a Rotten Tomatoes snob from time to time. Like, I will, you know, I used to not be, and then my buddy Matt Coon kind of made me that way. But I will definitely, like, you know, if I see a movie that got bad rating, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really going to waste two hours of my life on that. Maybe I'll see it when it comes out on DVD or T V D. Jesus Christ, how old am I? Um... So like I do understand the critic's place in the world, and that's fine. But it some and that's okay. But sometimes it just doesn't make any sense to me when people like I'm a wrestling fan, and oh my god, it is so rampant in the wrestling world that like I'll 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 be on wrestling Twitter, I'll see all these people, and they're talking. I know that they're wrestling fans because that's all they talk about. But I'm sitting there going like, Are you actually a wrestling fan? Because it seems like you hate it. It seems like you really don't like wrestling. Like with with all the shit you talk about it, like. I understand all the companies in wrestling have problems, but why don't you pick out what you like or just change the channel? It's not that hard to just change the channel, uh, which is kind of what I did on Twitter this week. I was like, "I'm not liking this experience right now. I'm going to change the channel." It can be, it can be done. I'm very bad about it though. In that regard, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm exclusively only praising things I like. My point is though, if you, if I don't like a movie, you will probably never hear that I don't like that movie. Probably never. I will just not talk about it. It's not worth, I might talk about it with like Trey or something because we make things, we write television and stuff like that so we might be like, yeah, that was a weird choice they made here, blah, blah, blah. But, But like, dedicating a whole day to shitting on a thing, Again, aside from me shitting on people who shit on things, I think somehow I must be allowed the grace to do that. Maybe. I just can't stand it. And really, this is just me being really defensive about Christmas. Christmas is super, super important to me. Christmas has always been important in my family. It's just a time of year that brings me a lot of joy. And I guess, now that I'm talking it out loud... Maybe it's like a defense thing. Like when people shit on Christmas and people shit on Christmas music and like Christmas foods and Christmas smells and Christmas cookies and all that stuff, they, because all that stuff is so important to me, it feels like an attack on my character. Oh my God, is that what? Oh, here's my alarm. (laughs) I hope you all like that. That's uh, If you don't recognize that, that is Robin Hood. That's Roger Miller from Robin Hood. That's my alarm. It's the only alarm that I've found that does not piss me off. Uh, speaking of, that's my alarm to let me know that I have to get ready for a pitch meeting. So I will be right back. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go do that, and hopefully it goes well. I'll uh, talk to you all in a second. Okay, so back from the pitch meeting, and it did go well uh you know obviously i won't know until the powers that be decided exactly how well it went but it was it did go really well uh pitching over zoom has just been uh i don't know man it's been really difficult for me a lot of people like it a lot of people like it because they're like oh yeah we don't have to you know actually physically fly out and like obviously i like those reasons but like I don't know, man, I feel like and I could be wrong here the the my main strength is like my energy and like uh getting you know when I meet people, I can be charming and whatnot, and you're taking away my biggest tool, so it's been kind of like uh, ugh, i don't know it's it's been stressful, but I think that pitch went really well. I'm not going to bore you with how because obviously I can't talk to you about what the show is, but uh I can tell you it would be a cartoon and I'm super, I really hope it goes because man, y'all are going to love it. What was up? I was talking about Christmas and how much I love Christmas and how if you're someone who is just like, oh my God, it's already, it's, it's November. Why are we already celebrating Christmas? It's November. We haven't even had Thanksgiving yet. I don't understand that argument. That's always been very insane to me. Like Me and my wife put up our Christmas tree the as soon as Halloween's over. Like, as soon as Halloween's over. Now, my wife is your stereotypical Panera Bread, <laughs> Starbucks, basic white bitch, as it were. I'm. These are her words, by the way, not not necessarily mine. That's who she is. So she likes... She decorates for, like, all the seasons, like, all of them, pretty much. Like, I don't think... We don't do Valentine's Day. Of course, me and my wife don't even celebrate Valentine's Day. That's our Valentine's gift to each other, is that we don't do Valentine's Day. That's also... Uh, we don't do I'm sitting here talking about Christmas, but we don't we don't exchange Christmas gifts with one another. That is our Christmas gift to each other is, hey, you don't have to worry about me um, now because we, we do You know for everybody else. Like I'm getting my mom and dad something. I'm going to get my sister something. Of course, I'm getting my niece. We're like, hey, you don't have to worry about me. But my, my point is my wife decorates for all the holidays. She loves it. Fourth of July goes all out. So she decorates for Halloween. And then, so the night she's taking down the Halloween decorations, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and put up the Christmas decorations. We go ahead and put up our tree. It is one of my favorite nights of the year. It's like its own little holiday, um, because number one, I love Halloween, so we just got to spend Halloween with the nieces, and, and, and had family time, and had candy, and watched the Charlie Brown, and we now we're going to watch the Muppets, because they got a new one out, and we watch all those things, and it's very, very fun, and so I'm already in a festive mood, and then my wife puts up the Christmas tree. Now, I love this, because number one, I always, on that night, I always get to pick Whatever it is that I'm going to watch because she's busy kind of doing a bunch of stuff. So I get the big TV to myself and I'm going to watch whatever. Now, I usually always choose something that maybe I've seen before or something I'm not really that into because she won't let me pay complete attention to it because I do help her with the decorations. But the way that I help her with the decorations is like once every 30 minutes, she'll just start screaming from the attic. And I'll, I'll have to go to the, the bottom of the attic and she will like throw me a box that I've got to catch. And then, you know, cause she can't carry it down. So like I do my part. And then once she gets it all down though, she starts drinking. She has like three bottles <laughs> of wine and just starts decorating. And it's just wonderful. You know, she loves it. I love it. And then the house is decorated for Christmas, which like, now look, man, if you're out there and you had like a very bad experience as a child during Christmas. Yeah. I get why you wouldn't want to be reminded of Christmas. To some people, it's a difficult time. I totally understand that. For me, that is not the case. Christmas trees make me happy. The Christmas tree, we have two Christmas trees, and one of them is in our bedroom. And would you like to know something about the Christmas tree that's in our bedroom? It stays up all year long. It just does. It's not always decorated for Christmas. It's like our holiday tree. We just put whatever we want on it, but it's in there because it makes us happy. It has lights on it. It's like our night light. It no matter what time of year it is, no matter what mood anybody's in, we can have a little bit of Christmas in our room. So yes, our house gets decorated uh, November first, or the night of Halloween. Like it is immediately decorated for Christmas. And so this year, I posted some video on Halloween night about uh, I think it was actually a promo video for this Substack or whatever. And I post the video, and somebody like quote tweeted it, and they were like, "Dude." You already have your stockings up. What the fuck? And, you know, it was just, it was all, you know, that's all good fun or whatever. But then I just started looking at all the comments and there were people that were just like, I don't understand putting up your Christmas decorations this early. And I said, well, it just makes us happy. You know, it just, it just makes us happy. And so therefore we do it. I don't think everybody should have to put up their Christmas decorations this early. You don't have to put them up at all, but it makes us happy. So we're going to do it. Figured that that would be the end of that. And then there were people that were just like, okay, but like, it doesn't make any sense because we haven't even had that Thanksgiving yet. Like, what about Thanksgiving? And I was like, I'm, I, my answer is always, what about Thanksgiving? Um, do you find it impossible to stuff yourself to the gills on turkey and cranberry sauce and pecan pie and squash casserole and whatever else that your family does? Coconut cake, crescent rolls. Uh, dressing, stuffing, um, green bean casserole, mashed potatoes, sweet potato casseroles, uh, that pink stuff that's made out of like Cool Whip and stuff. They all all sorts of the congealed salads, whatever it is you have, whether you're from the South or the Midwest. I know there's some with Jello specifically. You've got your macaroni and cheeses, all different kinds, some that are baked, some that are not baked. You know, Then you've got just your macaroni salad, which looks from a distance like macaroni and cheese, but it's not. And oftentimes it is served cold, which I find delightful. Maybe you're a family that makes your own cranberry sauce and it's very, very fancy and uh, perhaps organic and all that good stuff. Or maybe you're from a family that does it correct and just eats the uh, eats the cranberry sauce directly out of a can. Uh, maybe I'm in the minority on that, but in my opinion, cranberry sauce is best when it still has the shape of the can. Okay, that is a hill that I'm willing to die on. Cranberry sauce should Absolutely, still have the shape of the can. Maybe you're a fa- maybe you're a family that does like Thanksgiving brunch, and you do like quiche or something like that. I like quiche. Maybe you've got like a ham and cheese quiche, a quiche Lorraine, like a bacon quiche, uh, a, a quiche Florentine, which me and my mom make from time to time. Not on Thanksgiving, but it's a quiche Florentine is uh yeah, has the spinach, it's got the sun dried tomatoes, it's got the feta. Maybe you're a family that does that a less traditional Thanksgiving. That's totally cool. Maybe you've got a cornucopia of fruits and vegetables and all types of rolls and things like that. Or maybe you're someone who just gets the Sister Schubert's rolls out of the freezer section, which I find to be absolutely delightful. Maybe you do the Pillsbury, the Crescent rolls, or the Pull-Apart biscuits, the Flaky biscuits, whatever it is that you do. I don't know. To each their own on Thanksgiving. Chocolate pie, apple pie, uh, uh, blueberry cobbler, blackberry cobbler, apple cobbler, peach cobbler, all sorts of cobblers. The uh, Great desserts. Maybe you might be someone like me who is like, I mean, I'll eat desserts if I still have room, but to me, sweet potato casserole is a dessert on its own and maybe you're somebody that does sweet potato casserole with marshmallows on top or maybe you're someone who does it the right way with candy pecans on top i'm just saying i don't make the rules i just follow them uh, baked beans, green beans, white beans, pinto beans. We also know that any you can make anything a casserole if you just crumble crackers on top of it, put butter on top of those crackers, and then put it in the oven until it browns. We also, everyone in here knows, that if you have a dip, and the dip is left in the fridge overnight, and the dip congeals, then that dip is technically now a casserole. This applies to buffalo chicken dips, which I don't think buffalo chicken dip ever makes uh, a, a, an appearance at Thanksgiving, but I'm not against it. I'm for it. Thanksgiving really is just a about how much you can shove in your fat fucking mouth, doesn't really matter what exactly is in there there are of course the staples i've mentioned a lot of them to me as long as you have the turkey and dressing stovetop type dressing actually it's not always made in the stovetop sometimes it's made in the uh, in the oven stuffing is fine whatever you want to do but to me it's the sage dressing you got to have that giblet gravy these are staples of course if you've got all that if you've got the cranberry sauce mashed potatoes then you're like that's fine that's thanksgiving bring me some type of pie or as long as we have the sweet potato casserole i'm good my point is i said all that to say this Can you not enjoy that while there's a fucking Christmas tree in the same room? (laughs) Does that really ruin that for you? Like, you just can't. You're like, it's not, it's not really Thanksgiving because you're already decorated for the superior holiday, for the record. I know a lot of people are like, no, Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Okay, that's fine, but you can do the same thing on Thanksgiving on Christmas. You can eat like a maniac, but nobody gives gifts on Thanksgiving, right? It's, Christmas is better. It's got the better movies. It's got the better feel. Let all of us normies who really really like christmas just enjoy christmas you don't have to shit all over it it's not a personality and that's all i have to say about that hello hey hey what are you doing uh nothing what are you doing uh i'm
1: just standing here buying about three hundred dollars
0: worth of makeup oh okay well what? then i'll have to let you go then i was you're no, you're being no, 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 well you're being recorded for a podcast
1: Oh well, no, that's okay. I mean, I'm just standing over here by myself. I can answer a question. So
0: okay. Uh, so when, how old were you when you first started drinking? Oh, for the record, this has not in any way been set up as like my mom's a drunk. Like I didn't. That's not. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, you're you're just saying like having. A regular drink or something, because I mean,
0: yes, because you didn't, you didn't even like drink. You know, you didn't even drink when you were twenty one, right? Like you, that no, 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 no,
1: no, 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 I didn't, I did not. Uh, I mean, I had tasted it, but I did not drink.
0: No, but purely religious, like for religious reasons, right?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Um, Okay, (laughs) I'm trying to think. Mm, okay, I'm 57.
0: I'm going to say... 57?
1: <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let me ask you a question. Uh, you graduated, she graduated in
0: 2008. Yep. So, really... I'm not That's kidding, what did probably. it? You were like, okay, she's out, I'm drinking. Well... It was a thing for us to a certain degree too that we did. I mean, you didn't, didn't want to have it in the house
1: in front of y'all. Right. I mean, that wasn't, you know, what I'm saying. It wasn't. It was just like that was something I just didn't want to do. Obviously, now I don't care.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no. No. Um, okay.
1: Okay. That was 2008. So I'm going to say probably, or probably 2008 or you- nine, something like that.
0: You know, I started venturing out. How does that sound? That sounds great. Do you do you look back? Like, there's two, a couple ways to look at this. I guess you could be like, yeah, you're definitely going to live longer than a lot of people who have been drinking their whole life. I guess, but like, do mm-hmm. you ever do you ever look at it as like, man, all those good times I missed out on by being a fuddy duddy because of the Lord or whatever? <laughs> um, like, do you are there certain situations where you look back and you're like, God dang, I wish I was ripped for that. Yeah.
1: Well, some, sometimes yes. There are times when I look back and and I think, you know, why did I have to be so um, strict and prudish and 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 why did I worry? I mean, you ha- you have to worry about what people think to a certain degree, right? But everything doesn't fall under that category.
0: Well, that's interesting. You say that because, like, you know, because we grew up in the church and a they mm-hmm. like a pretty. St- strict church like not yeah. it wasn't like uh snake handling or no. Pentecostal yeah. or anything like that but it's also it also wasn't like the non-denominational hey everybody wear jeans you know either type church like I, you know we were brought up to believe like you. if you drink people that drink those are sinners that are they're definitely going to go to hell because that's what happens to sinners and then I remember once I got out of that uh lifestyle or stuck going to that church and then I realized like How common drinking was! It blew my Uh mind because, like, Uh as a kid, I was just kind of raised to believe like a a drunk is like a very specific type of person, and they're an evil person. And then, like, I get older, and I'm like, oh wait, the some of the not basically all of the nicest people I know also drink. Right. Well, and I
1: didn't not drink because I thought that I would go to hell. That's not the reason I didn't that was not me and most of the people really that we went to church with i am i think they believe that same way too but it was always put up to you that most people which because you know I, I believe a lot of perception is reality it's, you have to understand right. how people are going to perceive you so if you're out there and you're singing up in the choir in somebody else sees you having a margarita or a glass of wine, there are people who don't go to church that think, oh, well, she's a hypocrite. Or she's not really the Christian she thinks
0: she." And and it ruins your testimony.
1: And it ruins your testimony. Ah, Exactly. And so that was more of, uh, I'm just going to say the way I felt about it, and I think some others did too. So that's why you had a lot of people probably that we went to church with only drank when they went out of
0: town. Right. Okay, that makes sense. I it just me and you have sort of like flip flopped in our lives because Uh like you you know you know me when I was younger like I drank like a lunatic Uh and like an absolute and and by younger I mean up until a year ago. (laughs) I I know. I know. Um, and like now I'm a sober person, and I'm like, oh god, I look back and think man, I wish I hadn't drank so much. And I was just thinking, I was like, I bet mom's got the opposite, where she's like, ah, there would have been so many experiences I had that that would have been so much more fun had I just decided to start drinking vodka in my 30s instead of my 50s. (laughs) Well... True, but then again, with some of my family history, it might not have really been a good yes. idea for me to start so soon. Yes, that is also true, because it does, yes. it can go the, yeah, because, right, because, like, right. you you are going to have a, a fighting chance of not uh, dying young like people in our family. Well, of course, your family, god dang it, they, they all live well, forever.
1: I mean, you know, I mean, my biological dad died at 60 because of that.
0: It, well, racism. more because of smoking, though. Oh well, he had cirrhosis of the liver. Oh, he did. He prob- yes, he did. He God did. damn. And and he had emphysema. So he, was real, are, he was a real, he was a real five-tool some bitch, wasn't well, he? Yeah, he lived hard
1: and fast, as they say. So, right. You know, and but I don't, you know, I don't want to, don't want to do that. And also, as a female, I think it makes it starts in a while. It makes you look older. Yeah. You know. And the stuff like that, because it dehydrates. So that's,
0: there's just a lot of things. I don't, I don't really... But now that you're just old thing. as shit, you're like, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's no... All right. And well, I don't really drink that much anymore. And it's only because... No, you don't. I've been meaning to talk to you about that. You're becoming boring again.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Well, I just, sometimes I can drink one glass and I'm fine. And I just drink a second glass. And then I don't feel good the next day. So it's just... I don't know. Life's too short, and I really don't want to spend any of the time feeling bad. You feel yeah.
0: bad enough when you're my age anyway. So mm. that's, you know. Well, okay. I just wanted to talk to you about that because uh, I had been, uh, you know, I'm I'm currently going through a recent bout with sobriety. So, yes, yes. Uh, which I think is going good. I enjoy it. Uh, but so we just had our, obviously we can't talk details right now, but we just had our, we had a pitch meeting, you know, I told you about with Vox. Yes. And it went really, 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 really well. And uh-huh. and now obviously they don't, they don't buy stuff in the room really anymore. But I remember thinking I was talking to Robbie Lee earlier and I told him, I was like, you know, I've been promising myself that I'm not going to, uh, I wasn't going to drink till December 19th. But I got to tell you, I think that if we sell this show, I might have to move that date up a little bit because I haven't, right. I don't, I don't know how to celebrate without it. Like what would you do? If before you ever started drinking, like what would have been your, like when you, when dad proposed to you and you and your girlfriends, I don't even know if you had girlfriends or whatever, we're going to sell, what would you do at not drinking? Like what was your celebration? Cake? Okay. We, like a dessert. Right. Or or go into your favorite restaurant
1: and just ordering, you know, everything you want to eat. So that, I mean, I would say that if I'm not, my boss would be food.
0: But I try, but know, it clearly isn't because you've always, what'd you say?
1: I said, no, it's not either, either one. I'm not eating nor drinking. Heck, I need to start something. What have I got to do?
0: Okay, but that's the thing, though, is that my, that's not really a new thing because my entire life, you have always been in good shape. I mean, I guess, yeah. I don't know about the, like, you, you. it's not like you exercise or anything, but like.
1: No, no I don't exercise, but um, my, uh. The bane side of my family are very, very, very vain. And so (laughs) – and I have several aunts that are built in exactly kind of like the way I am too. And so it's like I have this number limit of weight, and when I reach that, it's like, okay, you're not going over that weight, so you need to start losing weight.
0: Right. So, uh, unfortunately, I will have to say it's probably vanity, but uh I mean, I was – very, very, very naturally thin when I was young. I will look at you. I know, I know. But I mean, it doesn't come natural anymore. Right. Okay. So, but,
1: um, but that's just, you know, I was lucky then and everything. And so now I have to really, really watch it. So, yeah, we'll see. That but when no, I. No, f- I don't exercise because when- I hate that. That is not <laughs> for me.
0: <laughs> you can eat more, though. Like when I first started. When I when I first stopped drinking, I was like, I would kind of, I'd be like, well, you know, because I'm not getting all the calories from booze, I can have a piece of pie today for blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And then that sort of like evens itself out. And then now I'm working out and I don't want to have the pie because I want my workout to count and I'm not drinking. And sometimes I just lay there going, what is this all about? What are we, <laughs> what are we working towards? I'm already married. It's not like I'm trying to get a wife. Or something. Like, uh-huh. why am I doing any of this? I mean, I feel amazing, but to what end?
1: Well, you know, you've got, I don't know. I, I, I think of that, too, sometimes, Corey. I think, why don't I just eat whatever I want to, and then I can be fat if I if just go ahead and be fat, if that's what, whatever. But then I get there, and I'm not. It doesn't, emotionally, it doesn't make me happy to All be right. over that number. So, th- there's just there's no exact answer. You just have to do what makes you feel good about yourself. Well, it makes you feel happy with yourself. Whether or not you're trying to get a new wife or a husband or whatever, you I guess by the time you get my age it's like okay, you, you for the most part, you try to do what makes you happy.
0: Well, speaking of where are we going to eat lunch tomorrow?
1: That I don't know, but probably somewhere, unfortunately, around the mall, because that's just a meeting place, I guess. Unless we go to Cleveland.
0: Okay. Well, we could go get some of that asabuco at Drake's. It's not that bad. That place is pretty good. Oh yeah. Well, I've never been there, and i It's pretty good for a chain. Yeah, for a A chain. And you can uh, yes, and you can take the bone from the asabuco home and make broth with it. So it's kind of a win win. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's kinda good. Okay, oh. well, and uh meat
1: is low carbs, so that's
0: fine. <laughs> yes, there you go. Well all right, Mama, thank you for chatting with me. Well, you are so welcome. All right, tell her bye bye. Okay, bye bye everyone. Love you. Love you, honey. Bye bye. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thanks uh, Thanks to my mama for calling in. Thanks to everybody who listened to this edition of My Dumb Dumb Brain with Corey Ryan Forster, a Substack exclusive podcast. Remember, all you got to do is be subscribed to my Substack, coryryanforster.substack.com in order to get this podcast for free. Uh, but if you want to pay the $5 for bonus stuff and early stuff, because if you, if you paid for the early things, then you got this episode uh, Wednesday night instead of, Uh, Thursday morning so that's just how that's just how that goes Uh, again as I said if it's just about money I will hook you up I'll give you a free uh, I'll comp you a subscription all you have to do is uh, send me an email over at buttercreamcory at gmail And again, like I said, this Substack, I want it to be like a community. Uh, it's not to me; it's not like Twitter, where like I, I don't give a shit about your criticism. I do here. I want everybody to. We're still figuring this show out as we go. It's called my dumb dumb brain because it's kind of just me word vomiting uh, onto the podcast about things that I like, or I guess in today's instance, things that I don't do not like. Um, I had to, of course, be hypocritical and shit on people who shit on things, but usually it's probably going to be things that I love and uh, probably some movie reviews, and I hope y'all are into comic books because that I'm currently reading the latest Daredevil run, and I'm really, really enjoying it, and I may have to talk about it on here. Of course, I will always you know, give uh, spoiler warnings and, and stuff like that, but... I thank you all for uh, coming uh, with me on this journey. There will be another essay out before I head to Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend, which, by the way, you can go to wellreadcomedy.com, W-E-L-L-R-E-D, comedy.com, and that's where you can find out where I'm going to be on this uh, tour. Uh, Hey, announcement only for Substack people. Uh, I'm going to be taking a lot of time off this summer from the tour because we are writing another book, baby! Me and Trey Crowder are writing another book. Uh, you heard it here first. Maybe don't spread it around, but y'all are my, y'all are my best of friends here. So uh, you keep apprised of all those things by signing up for the newsletter over there at wellreadcomedy.com. But you don't really have to because you're already on this newsletter. I'll let you know what's going on. But if you want another date, go to wellreadcomedy.com. It's Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend. And then we're on in New Orleans, Louisiana, where I'm going to spend about a week uh, researching for some things I'm writing. And then uh, Naples, Florida. And then uh, our homecoming shows at Zany's in uh, Nashville, Tennessee. I love you all, and please remember, if you're somebody out there and you are feeling suicidal, please, bare minimum, call the Suicide Hotline. Call your mama, call your boy, call your grandmama, call your friends, because uh, it, it that is a permanent solution to a temporary problem, as they say. And you are worth it. I love you, and so does everybody else. Skew!